Hello again, and welcome to another Dear Laura. If you haven't been following along, um, we are doing uh, regular episodes where I'm getting questions from my customers, from people that uh, see me speak, and just from social media like you, if you're listening to a podcast or watching um, questions to address for your practice. Um, we have a lot of training videos on Front Office Rocks, but there are always new things coming up and we want to make sure we address the latest and the greatest for you. So let's get to it. Today, we've got two good questions. I'm going to throw my glasses on so I can read them. Uh, Dear Laura, we want to accommodate our patients and give them the appointment times that they want, but that leaves openings in our schedule. Do you have any advice of how to give patients what they want, but also keep a productive schedule? Great question. Um, because this happens all the time. Uh, if you've watched a past episode or you've done any of our training on Front Office Rocks, we talk about building a productive schedule. And the way to build a productive schedule is to make sure that you have blocks in your schedule for the primary appointments, the important appointments, the ones that are going to help you hit your goal, and that you schedule back to back right? That we don't have gaps between the schedule. So in this case, they're asking about, well, how do we offer appointments that work best for our schedule, but also accommodate what our patients um, are wanting? So let's talk about that. Let's say, for example, that I have an eight o'clock appointment available and a 10 o'clock appointment available in my blocks, okay? I have two hour appointment here and a two hour appointment here. One starts at eight, one starts at 10. And I offer to the patient, I have an eight o'clock or a 10 o'clock appointment, and they say, mm, can I schedule the appointment at nine? Okay, so technically I have an eight until 12 open, right? My two hour and two hour appointments back to back. And the patient wants the nine o'clock. So here's the answer to that question. Um, technically you do have a nine o'clock and technically I could offer that patient the nine o'clock. But the problem is if I put that patient in at nine o'clock, I now have broken up the two hours I have above and the two hours I have below, stick an appointment in the middle and now I'm left with the hour before and after. It's messing up my schedule. So as much as we wanna accommodate the patients, we have to remember a couple things. First of all, how we offer the appointments to the patient matters. And I'm gonna give an example in a minute. And secondly, we run control of our schedule, not the patients. So it's important for anyone on your team who's offering appointments to realize that even though the patient's asking for a certain time, and you can see that time is available, technically based off of our schedule policy, that time is not available. We are offering an eight or a 10 o'clock. And when your team understands and is trained on productive scheduling, when your team understands the importance of not messing up your schedule and scheduling somebody right in the middle, then when they're offering the appointment, when they're filling the schedule, when they're following your scheduling policy, they're going to work to get the patient to come at eight or 10. They're not gonna allow the nine o'clock, okay? So it's very important to, first of all, make sure that your team is completely trained and understands how a productive schedule works because everybody touches the schedule, even though we don't want it sometimes. Everybody on our team um, will jump in the schedule sometime and help schedule a patient or move a patient. And we need to understand what a productive schedule is. The second thing about this is how we offer the appointment to the patient. So if I just ask the patient, you know, do you want to schedule an appointment? First of all, never ask it that way. But if your team's saying that, do you want to schedule an appointment? You don't ask it that way because what's the patient going to say? 
no, <laughs> right? They don't want to schedule an appointment. They don't like spending money and coming to the dentist. So we don't want to say, do you? We want to say, we, we need to schedule your next appointment or your, your next appointment is going to be whatever it is. Do you prefer a day of the week or time of the day? Now, I'm not about scripts. I don't think you should uh, have your team use a script. However, they should ask the question in a way that's real for them where they can narrow down the time frame the patient's looking for. And the reason we want to do that is because we want to accommodate the patient's uh, um, issue uh, requests, accommodate their schedule, and have it work what best in our schedule. So the way I typically say it is, is there a day of the week or time of day that's better for you? And that way I can find out from the patient, do they like mornings? Do they like afternoons? Do they like, you know, Tuesdays or Thursdays? Then from that, when I've got the narrowed down time, then I'm going to offer two times that work in their preference that work in our schedule. Okay. And technically, like I said, in this example, do you have an eight or I have an eight or a 10 and the patient asks for nine, my answer is going to be, I'm sorry, we actually don't have a nine o'clock appointment. We have an eight or a 10, which is better for you. We, we want to accommodate the patient, but we also have to remember that this is our schedule, right? Um, think about this, take it out of dental for a minute. Think about your hairdresser or your nail salon. You know, you prefer to go to get your hair done at one o'clock. But if your hairdresser doesn't have a one o'clock and they have a noon or they have a two, you're going to change your schedule around to be there at noon or two. And we're not looking in your hairdresser's schedule. Maybe your hairdresser can't come in at noon because they're going out to lunch with their girlfriend. You don't know why, right? The whole thing is your hairdresser says to you, this is what I have available. And you take what the hairdresser has available. Okay. Same with us, even though we're looking at our schedule and we know technically we could see that patient at nine, our policy is that no, we can't because today we have an eight or a 10, which is better for you. So much of this has to do with making sure you have a good scheduling policy, making sure that your team understands how to schedule productively, working with your team and training them on how to offer an appointment, and then being confident in your schedule. This is your schedule and the patients fit into it. So. Um, I want to make sure that we are doing our best for the patient, of course, right? Like you're mentioning here, we want to accommodate our patients, but ultimately running a productive schedule. So I hope that gives you some tips um, of how to both accommodate the, the patient and accommodate the practice. In the long run, we want it to be a win-win. And most important, we want to find a day and time that that patient's going to show up to the appointment. So that's question number one. Let's go to the next question I've got from Dear Laura this time. Dear Laura, is it better to focus on filling the schedule? Oh, good. Another schedule question. Is it better to yeah, focus on filling the schedule with back-to-back -back appointments or focus on meeting a production goal? Do you follow different rule for hygiene schedule than the doctor schedule? All right. I guess this is the scheduling episode. Um, so the first part of it is, do you focus on filling back-to-back -back or meeting a production goal? Both. <laughs> but... The preference is for the doctor schedule that we want to hit a production goal. Um, and if we don't have a full schedule, that's okay as long as we're regularly hitting our production goal. Um, you know, filling the doctor back to back, going back to back with patients, but not hitting a goal, we're going to end up running around like chickens with our heads cut off. Um, I would rather 
hit a goal and have some free time in the schedule or have some availability in the schedule to get some other things done if I have a preference of the two. So again, if you go back to how to schedule productively, if you we have a mastery course on Front Office Rocks, for example, the first step is to figure out what is your daily production goal, right? Then it's to figure out, well, how long do your appointments take right? For each type of appointment, there's three types. You have primary, secondary, and tertiary. So how long do each appointment timeframes take? Then how many of those appointments do we need to see every day in order to hit our goal? Okay. So priority is, is production. Secondary is filling the day, but I'd rather hit production and have some availability in the schedule versus running around like chickens with their heads cut off and not hitting our daily goal. On the flip side of that with hygiene, I would lean more towards filling the schedule um, because in order to hit your goal, more than likely with hygiene, you do need a full hygiene schedule. Um, you do need back-to-back -back appointments. And what I don't wanna do is have gaps between appointments um, in the hygiene schedule. So I want to run a back-to-back -back schedule with the production goal of ultimately being what we're trying to achieve but with hygiene, in order to achieve it, you need to have a full schedule. Now, I'm not a hygiene expert in the sense of if you're working with a hygiene consultant and they've got you on a certain schedule or if you're doing it a little different, you're scheduling you know, for production or you've got other uh, hygiene um, scheduling uh, systems in place, definitely default to that. But if you don't, if you are establishing your own or need some guidelines, for doctors, I would lean towards production and for hygiene, I would lean towards a full uh, schedule, which ultimately will help you hit your production goals and hygiene. So I hope that kind of a uh, high level overviewed my thought when it comes to schedule. I will tell you, though, the one thing I find in most dental offices is that um, this that I love these questions, but that most offices don't have a proactive schedule, meaning this person's thinking about how to build a scheduling policy, how to make the schedule work in order to hit goals. Many times dental offices are reactive to their schedule, meaning they just let the schedule run them. Um, and in that case, you need a scheduling policy. You need to make sure your team's trained. You need to understand for your practice how to build a schedule that's productive, how to build a schedule that's going to hit goals. Because at the end of the day, that schedule runs the entire practice. It runs your team. It runs your, um, your customer service for your patients. I mean, it is the foundation of your business. So making sure that you have a good scheduling policy that everybody's trained on and follows is the most important part. And if you need help with that, that's what we have at Front Office Rocks. So um, thank you for those great scheduling questions. I hope I addressed them enough to get you thinking. Um, we have more help if you need it. You can reach out to us. And then please also ask more questions down below. If I didn't answer something specific to your practice, I would love to um, find out what's going on in your practice and if we can address it here on Ask Laura or Dear Laura. So thanks for joining today and I will see you next time.